What is going on everyone? Leon checking in and we're at it again with another video. In today's video, we'll be navigating battery settings on the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 and talking battery and charging performance. Now this video will be most useful if you're looking to optimize your battery on the Z Fold 3. Now this device is featured on the Samsung Galaxy playlist so you can find information related to this topic quickly and easily. Now in previous videos we unboxed the Z Fold 3 and performed the initial startup and talked cases and protection. In an upcoming video we'll be talking about the Z Fold 3 case uses. That being said, the Z Fold 3 is a multi-purpose device and I can't wait to talk about all those case uses in that video. Now for reference, I am using Nova Launcher on my Z Fold 3, so my user interface may vary slightly, but that shouldn't affect the tutorial on how to access the battery information on this device. Now when it comes to the tutorials, I'll be performing them on the main display of the Z Fold 3. Now when it comes to the Z Fold 3, we have two displays. We have that smaller, more narrow display on the outside that's referred to as the cover display and then the main display that's going to be the bigger one it's going to be the one where you unfold the device it's kind of like opening up a book now today's video is filmed on the google pixel 5a 5g and edited on the google pixelbook go using the power director app from the google play store this allows us to put all the devices we review through real world usage so you can see real world results as always we only feature products or services i buy use or am interested in now you can find the z fold 3 and related accessories at the amazon storefront link in the description below don't have time to watch the whole video we're now a podcast you can find on multiple platforms by searching for pixels cracked and if you are listening to this on a podcast you can find the more detailed video and youtube channel by searching for pixels cracked as well all things said let's go ahead and get into it so let's talk how to access battery information which is important because we have a rich list of features in this category so we'll start by swiping down from the top of the display and you'll see that we have a gear icon in the top right hand corner and we're going to tap on that now useful tip here there is a search bar and we could tap on that and you can see that it actually pulls it up on the right side of the screen and we can actually perform a search so i went and did a search for battery and it gave me a top hits list of recommendations for me to click on however if you're like me you may want all the options so we can back out of this by tapping on the x in the top right hand corner and then we can click the back arrow in the top left hand corner of that page on the right side and that's going to close the search function and then we can just scroll all the way down here to battery and device care and tap on that now this is what i like about samsung's ui it pulls up a page on the right side called device care and it shows battery storage memory and device protection but it shows this in a very statistical way with some bars that have a green filling in them to further emphasize those statistics. Now you can see on the left side of the device we still have the menus so we can still navigate through them. But again on this right side we have that whole page of device care. So just to wrap this all up this is for the person who's very technical. You could even say techie nerdy that would be me you may be one of those people too if that's you you're going to love this layout now again we want to dive more into battery information and we want to tap on the battery category here and that's going to open up a new page and you can see how this page populates you had that green bar 
it just filled up to the right and again just looks very technical it just is it has a very sci-fi experience to it it looks really nice it looks really clean looks futuristic so on the right side of the display you can see it's titled battery and it has our amount of time remaining so here it says 13 hours and 26 minutes left 97 percent available now underneath this we have a nice graph with usage since last full charge and if we swipe to the left you can see usage for the last seven days now if we tap on any of these graphs you can see that it's going to pull up a new page with more battery usage information so again at the top here we're going to have 35 minutes used but underneath that we're going to have our screen on time which in this case is showing 10 minutes and underneath the graph there you can see that we have our list of apps and the amount of battery they use and this is interesting here it's going to show the app but it's going to show active time for that app and background time for that app so again this is very very detailed this is done really well if you are all about statistics so we can back out of this graph by tapping on the arrow in the top left hand corner there and then we can scroll down here and this is where things get really interesting so this is why it might be more productive to actually go through all the menus to get to the battery settings because they're all listed here so our first option here is power saving mode self-explanatory it can be enabled or disabled with a slider our next option is background usage limits now tapping on this pulls up a new page where we can limit apps in the background so we can either put them to regular sleep we can put them into a deep sleep or we can state to never sleep certain apps. And this page is also nice because it shows our sleeping apps, our deep sleeping apps, and our never sleeping apps. And you also don't have to have apps sleep. You can enable or disable this feature again with a slider. Now we'll back out of this page by tapping on the arrow in the top left hand corner again. And then we'll go into our next option, which is wireless power sharing. And tapping on that opens up a new page on the right side of the display as well. So wireless power sharing is a nice feature on the Z Fold 3 that allows you to charge devices like the Samsung Galaxy Buds 2 on the back of it. Now it looks like this feature is disabled by default, but again, it can be enabled or disabled with a slider. Now there are some interesting things to mention if you're going to be using this function. First off, your call reception or data services may be affected. Just something to keep in mind. Also, you have to make sure that your Z Fold 3 has an adequate amount of charge. So this function has a battery threshold of 30%, meaning if your Z Fold 3 hits 30% or goes below that, it'll actually turn off the wireless power sharing function. And I actually think that's a good idea to actually enforce that because that way your Z Fold 3 doesn't drain faster when you actually need it to keep working. So we can back out of this page by tapping on the arrow in the top left hand corner. And then at the bottom here we have more battery settings. So if we tap on that option it pulls up a page on the right side of the display and it just shows more battery settings and again i can't emphasize this enough we have quite a bit of battery settings for the z fold 3 which is nice to see now all these functions can be enabled or disabled with the famous slider very simple to do so our first option is adaptive battery and that just limits battery usage for apps that we don't use often then we have enhanced processing which allows faster data processing for all apps except games and then it just lets us know that this uses more battery 
And then we have the useful feature show battery percentage. So you can see at the top of the page, we have our status bar and there's always a battery icon there, but it doesn't give you accurate information. It's just a picture. So if you enable show battery percentage, you'll see just like in this video, we have our battery percentage here. It's 95%. There's no question about it. And then we have show charging information. And this is going to show charging information even if always on display is off. And then our next features are fast charging and fast wireless charging. You can enable or disable these with a slider as well. You may want to disable them if you want your device to charge slower, which means that it won't get as hot and hopefully it will extend the life of your battery. And then the last option here is protect battery. You're starting to see this more on devices where it'll only allow the device to be charged to a certain percent, which means that it's not going to charge it completely and in effect, it should extend the life of your battery. So let's talk battery results. The good news is this device should make it through a whole day on a charge. Now for reference, I switched between the cover display and the main display, depending on case use. So often this was for the most optimal use, depending on what I was doing. Also, I think it's important to mention that my screen time for each of these rounds was between three and five hours. So depending on your screen on time use, your battery performance may be better or worse. And for this part of the video, I included screenshots. So you'll be able to see the apps that use the most battery in both the active and background usage. So our first test was for maximum performance. So in this use case, we had power saving mode and adaptive battery disabled, and we had the 120 Hertz display and enhanced processing enabled, and we had a screen timeout of 10 minutes. Now for this round, we had a use time of about 24 hours, but this is a bit misleading because the device sat overnight. But the most important thing here is this device lasted at least 12 hours, which is enough to get us through a daytime of use. And as you can see, screen on time was about three and a half hours. Our next round was for medium performance. So in this round, power saving mode and the 120 Hertz display were still active, but we had a screen timeout of 30 seconds. So for this situation, we netted a use time of about 14 and a half hours with a screen time of about four and a half hours. And then our last round was for maximum battery. So for this situation, we had power saving mode, 60 Hertz display and adaptive battery enabled, but we turned off enhanced processing and we had a screen time out of 15 seconds. Now for this case scenario, we netted a use time of about nine hours. Now this seems kind of short considering that this was for maximum battery performance, but if you take a look at my app usage, you can see that I used the camera quite a bit and that's because I was actually recording a YouTube video with this device. Also for this round, screen on time was about four and a half hours. So let's talk charging time. I used my charger from my Google Pixel Book Go, which features a 45 watt output. Now it's important to note that a 45 watt output isn't necessary since the Z Fold 3 supports 25 watt charging, but you can use a charger like this on your phone if it's all that you have available. Charging time took about an hour and a half from 15% to 100%. Interesting note though, I tried an Anchor Nano 2 45 watt charger as well and I had a super fast charging notification displayed. Now, I'm not sure how this varies from the simple fast charging notification since both of these chargers have a 45 watt output. And then we have wireless charging. 
Now when it comes to wireless charging, I use the Anchor PowerWave 10 stand, which has an output of 10 watts, and that allows the Z Fold 3 to go into a fast wireless charging state. Now charge time from about 50% was rated to take about 1 hour and 45 minutes. Now if your device's battery is very low, fast wireless charging can take 3 to 4 hours. So that is it for today's video. If you enjoyed it and found it useful, please leave a like. If you're watching this on YouTube and have any questions or comments, as always, drop those down below and I'll do my best to answer them. Now there are three ways you can support the channel and podcast. The first way is to click on the Amazon storefront link in the description below. There you'll find items that I have bought or would like to buy and anything you buy from the storefront does support the content. The next way you can support us is just by sharing this content with someone who might enjoy it or find it useful. And the last way you can show your support is just by clicking the subscribe or follow button. Now liking and subscribing are important. Those are your ways to vote on whether you like the video or the podcast. Liking and subscribing are also important for new viewers and listeners. If new viewers and listeners see likes and subscribers, they're going to think that the content is helpful, worth watching, and listening to. So that is pretty much it. And until next time... Leon checking out.